future is now. And welcome to the SVK Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto failure. My name's Charles Story. I will be your host for the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, Shoreditch. So let's get down to business. Today is Thursday, the 12th of April, 2018. I just want to kick things off by uh, letting, letting everyone out there that when Shane came on the show three episodes ago, so it was podcast 117, we had a chat about things that we're looking at at SVK Crypto and EOS was mentioned. And Shane mentioned that he's extremely bullish on EOS. He sees huge upside and the last 24 hours or 48 hours, we've seen EOS go from 540 to around 940 today. So I just want to let everyone know that was a that was a little pick that we definitely mentioned to you guys. And remember, this is not financial or trading advice. This is just our in-house view and what we're currently looking at. But I thought I'd I'd kick things off on a positive note there. Anyway, so things have been extremely busy here at SVK Crypto. We're working on Lots of upcoming projects, upcoming deals, looking at where we see value in the market, looking at the altcoin sector in particular. We're seeing a lot of great opportunities. We're seeing a lot of undervalued uh, altcoins. Um, thank you all for your emails. I've be, I really appreciated them over the last couple of days regarding um, where we see value in altcoins and also regarding you know, what you guys are doing out there. And, and it's amazing to see how many people are working together or how many people are working to help or support the crypto community out there, whether that's, be, they're, they're, whether that's you know, you guys producing a single blog, doing your own videos, whatever it may be. So it's always great to see the, uh, the positive attitude out there and the love for crypto that we all share. So great to see. Anyway, Here's what's been happening today on the market. So Bitcoin's currently trading at $7,627. That's up 10.5% in the last 24 hours. Ethereum's at $459. That's up 9% in the last 24 hours. EOS is trading at $9.40, which is up 24% in the last 24 hours. Uh, Neo is currently at $60. That's up 6 6.5% in the last 24 hours. The current market cap for the crypto space is $297 billion. The volume in the last 24 hours is, is, is increased rapidly at $23.8 billion. Uh, something I pointed out in yesterday's show. Um, and um, it's great to, see, great to see a rally. Um, I think we've, we've been long awaiting one. So just to give you guys some idea, yesterday we saw volumes, I believe, for the, for the whole space of around $9 billion dollars. Today we saw it go from 16 billion up to up to around 24 in the space of an hour. So we saw a large volume spike there. Um, something else we saw today was a lot of uh, a few, well, a, a hand selection of coins um, increasing on a percentage basis massively in the last 24 hours. So one of them was um, Me Thrill. And that increased in the last 24 hours by 162%, which is huge. Another one was Bitcoin Private. That was up 53%. And Steam, that's an extremely well to this, up 40%, currently trading at $2.62. That's great to see as well. With that in mind, let's get on to the next part of the show. Santander to launch Ripple Payment app this week. A story that grabbed my attention straight away. So let's go through it. Global banking giant Santander Group is reportedly launching a blockchain-based application for cross-border foreign exchange on Friday. 
According to a report by the Financial Times on Thursday, the app dubbed OnePayFX is initially to be rolled out for Santander's customers in four countries, Spain, the UK, Brazil, and Poland. The group said it expects to introduce the service in additional countries for small businesses in the coming months and may also extend availability of the product to other financial institutions. Built on distributed ledger technology provided by San Francisco-based blockchain startup Ripple, the app is launching after two years in development and marks Santander as one of the first banks to offer blockchain-based foreign exchange payments for consumers. It was also reported that um, the UK arm of the Spain-based banking group kicked off the development process in conjunction with Ripple in 2016. At the time, the bank was trialing the application among its staff in the UK. Let me know your thoughts. Super, super interesting partnership. And I believe we're going to see more and more of these roll out in the upcoming months or the upcoming years with different banks trying to get hold of this new, exciting, innovative technology. Let me know your thoughts. So just to bring everyone up to speed, I think everyone's aware that Binance has now moved to Malta and it looks like a successful move thus far. They're, they're very friendly to the exchange and uh, they seem really happy. So to add to that, world's second largest crypto exchange, OKX, moves to blockchain island of Malta. So let's jump in. Malta, which has recently passed regulatory legislation concerning blockchain, cryptocurrencies and initial coin offerings, in a bid to become a crypto-friendly blockchain island, is welcoming major crypto exchange OKX to the country, according to an OKX press release published today, April 12. Crypto exchange Binance, the world's largest buy trade volume, also reported at the end of March that they were planning on opening an office in Malta. After receiving a warning from Japanese regulators, crypto trader and Twitter influencer Whale Panda actually reported this live from his Twitter account. And here's what he said. Malta is getting crowded. At OKX is moving there too. (laughs) As part of their plan to attract blockchain and crypto-related business to the country, Malta released a document in February entitled Malta, a leader in DLT regulation, as well as proposed the establishment of several regulation-supporting organizations, like the Malta Digital innovation authority bill and the virtual currency bill i think that it's great to see countries adopting this i really do i really believe in it and i believe that other countries should be looking at malta as an example and i think they are and i believe in the in the next six to six to 18 months we're going to have more and more countries who are quicker to move on this type of who are quicker to move on regulation so london for an example is very slow because we have processes, we have we have a lot of accountability. So we're, we're quite slow to accept and regulate new areas. It, it's just how it is. And so is the States. They're, they're slow. So what we're going to find is these smaller, smaller countries with less economic prospects. And these countries are able to execute and move fast, which gives them the advantage. So it's great to see that countries like Malta... A big story that was released today is that China's Google, which is named Beidou, launches blockchain-based image rights protection platform. So let's jump in. Chinese search giant Beidou has launched a digital image property rights management platform based on the blockchain. 
The service called Totem timestamps each submitted original image of a real-time identity and other user data, storing it on a traceable and immutable blockchain. According to the Beidou's announcement, the company's existing artificial intelligence capacities include image analysis and semantic understanding will feed into the construction of unique image tags with the underlying blockchain system allowing circulating images to be traced, reproduced and monitored in order to substantiate or refute allegations of copyright infringement. Beidou announced that the traditional stock photo service including Getty Images partner Visual China Group have already moved onto the platform. The company has not clarified whether the blockchain it is using for Totem is public or permission-based. Great story. Great to hear more and more companies are using the blockchain. More adoption. Great stuff. And um, it'll be interesting to see which company's next. Let's get on to the next part of the show. Top Twitter tweet of the day. The top Twitter tweet today goes to A. Pompolino. And here is the tweet. Bitcoin historical crashes. 2011, Bitcoin fell 94%. 2013, Bitcoin fell 87%. 2014, Bitcoin fell 83%. 2018, Bitcoin fell 70%. Thus far. (laughs) It wasn't a bubble. It was normal volatility. Everyone breathe. You can't kill an idea. Great tweet. Big shout out to uh, A. Pompolino. Go follow him. The second tweet goes to Alistair Milne and you can go follow him at Alistair Milne. And the tweet is, I remember the days when no one noticed Bitcoin moves. And there's a screenshot of the BBC News website and the caption and they're basically discussing business life, Bitcoin price jumps. <laughs> Great tweets. Go follow them both. And remember, if you haven't already, to follow us at SVK underscore crypto. Show some love. Let's get on to the next part of the show. SVK's current global crypto view. Now, quick question to all the listeners out there. If I have one Bitcoin, one BTC, and you have one Bitcoin, one BTC, are they worth the same? Now, think about it. If I have a Bitcoin and I send you one, Forget about if it, if it charges me to send it and you send one to me. Would they be the same Bitcoin? If I held one and you held one, are they exactly the same? Well, no, they're not. Because when you dig down into the Bitcoin and the previous transaction history, you might find, you may find, you just might find that one Bitcoin was involved in the past with some fraudulent activity. Now, in the future, not right now, Exchanges may choose to ban these Bitcoins. They could be blacklisted. So what does this mean? Does this mean that old Bitcoins should be valued less than freshly mined Bitcoins with no previous transaction history? Well, it's an interesting thought process. It's an interesting point of view because this is Monero's whole argument. And Monero, for anyone who doesn't know, are a, a cryptocurrency that is untraceable. And the reason why they've brought this to my attention today, and something I've been reading about, and lots of the guys in the office have been reading about as well, is uh, is one Bitcoin equal to another? And it's an interesting thought to have, because 
I've never really thought about it that way. I, I assume that, you know, it depends how you look at it, right? Are you pegging one Bitcoin to the dollar value? Are you pegging a Bitcoin to the price of a, like to the amount of Ethereum? Like how are you, how are you doing that? And it turns out that each Bitcoin is worth something different. Now, it doesn't mean that they're valued at something different. It just means in the future, this may have a, an effect on the price. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And this is something that Monero has brought to the attention of their community and it'll be interesting to see what happens on the back of it. But I thought I'd bring it to your attention because we really value your attention. And I thought it was something interesting to kind of just roll through with you guys. So let me know your thoughts. Hey, and by the way, for the listeners that are going to be in London on the 17th of April, the 17th of this month, we have an awesome event that Shane Kehoe, the co-founder of SVK Crypto, is going to be speaking at. I'm going to be there. And yeah, SVK Crypto will be very present at the event. It's actually a, a Huboy event. So Huboy are an exchange. Um, they're moving into London and they're going to be hosting a, a, a kick-ass event. It's basically going to be held at the Leadenall building, which is right in the city of London. We have speakers including uh, Ted Key, who's the founder of Huboy Labs. Um, we've got um, Daz Q, who's the uh, chief research fellow in Huboy Academy of blockchain application. And we basically have all the big hitters from Huboy flying over to do a, um, it's going to be a free event, to do basically talks, Q&A sessions, going to be speaking about what's been happening in the space what they're working on, what they're seeing as an exchange. It's going to be value add to the highest extent. Of course, SVK Crypto is going to be speaking there because it's in our hometown, London, LDN. So if you're there, let me know. Um, the best thing to do is probably to join our Telegram group, SVK Space Crowd. You already know what to do if you're if you're used to Telegram. You just type it into the top, SVK Sugar Victor Kilo Space Crowd, and um, all the information will be on there. So join up you know what to do spread the crypto love if you appreciate the podcast we know we appreciate you listening to it so thank you so much for for giving us your time and attention and remember as always to email myself if you have any questions queries anything of the sort my email is cstory c-s-t-o-r-r-y at svkcrypto.com have a phenomenal phenomenal day and we'll be back tomorrow with more great news have a good one that's a wrap listening to an SVK Crypto Podcast original. Follow us on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. Email us on cstory at svkcrypto.com. Leave us a message on our website www.svkcrypto.com.